back in the day, my grandfather, if a story came on the news and he didn't like the story, right, he wouldn't watch that news station I know. anymore. Uh, but that's their job. They have to read what's given to them. You right. don't like it, don't, doesn't mean it's not, you know. So it was, it was crazy. I'm like, so he would, he would get mad and turn the TV. He was one of those people. I don't want to hear that. What's interesting is reporters never decide what what they cover. So no, somebody no, no, no. who's a reporter, they're like, you're doing the story in the landfill. And the reporter's like, you know, like, yeah. I mean, of course you don't want to go. sounds very Parks and Recreation like, of you. <laughs> <laughs> so you go and you do it. But at the same time, you do not want to go and smell the stank. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but I can't do this. Um, I have an to- allergy to nasty things. I want to go to the botanical garden. Okay? <laughs> yes. Refocus. Refocus. You're listening to Refocus. Uh, hi, I'm Goldie D. And I'm Alice in Wonderland. And you're listening to Refocus. Oh. Today we have the yeah. one, the only Memphis legend, extraordinaire, uh, news person. What do you think? Name a moniker for What's Oh, uh, she is the uh, she is the the best uh, news anchor in the city. That's what you say when you're singing in front of that person. Yes. yes. And it's Kanji <laughs> Anthony. Kanji. Hello. Oh, welcome to the I, Refocus podcast. Let me tell you something. I am, you have no idea how honored I am to be here because <laughs> oh, I think you guys so many famous are people so have sat fun. there before you but you're so fun and very witty and clever and and just a joy mm-hmm. and so you know it's a joy to that you'd even want me in your space so thank and, you and let me say if you didn't get that anchor spot I was going to boycott that station oh mm-hmm. listen girl who did they I almost give you. it to I don't know but don't I just say, knew don't say that. No. <laughs> let me was, think no, no I just knew that the, the anchor was leaving and I knew that she was beautiful and perfect and I said they don't give it to her I didn't, I didn't even know if that was a possibility I said she better get it it yeah. was very nail biting I'm going to be honest I've never talked with anybody about right. this but um, it was probably about four or five months where they were testing me out I felt like an actress on right. an audition for six months yes oh my gosh <laughs> um, do you, you should have said it honey if you don't know me by now if okay. you okay. don't oh, wait wait okay. <laughs> wow you know she tried she tried she she tried to um uh by shaming Cardi B tried to uh what do you call it trademark that yeah. um which is funny because drag queens have been doing it for a really long time Cardi B Part, par, you say Cardi or Cardi She party? didn't know Cardi B Cardi B Do you I said re- Cardi B yes Cardi B but Cardi she didn't B. know I saw something yes do, do you remember I when know who she, she is I couldn't pick her out in Atlanta. It, she um didn't know that childish gambino oh. is one that one and the same as what's his name what's his uh what um <laughs> Um, my, what's, uh, um, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. So Bay is here. B-A-E is here. <laughs> but um, anyway. So He's giving he, us he secret answers right here. the answer. So let me tell you. So she didn't know. So she tweets, okay, y'all, you know, Car- <laughs> why does Danny Glover look just like Childish Gambino? They're twins. Are you kidding so, me? Like, she just didn't know that the, you know, the LGBTQ community had like, oh, cr- Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. So there was a drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race like four or five seasons ago <laughs> wow. that had it, uh, I mean, way before Cardi B was 
even out of the strip club, I think. But she oh, was, no, you oh. didn't. That was shit. <laughs> was that There's one, one palm tree right there. <laughs> <laughs> but way before the, uh, one she, palm tree. One, right before one. she had dropped any single or anything, there was a drag queen over Paul's Drag Race that had this on T-shirts already traveling the United States. So I don't uh, see how she could trademark it, but I don't know much about State law. I don't or even think, United you know, this States is so funny. I've heard Miss Cardi B. I think I've heard her music, but I didn't know what she looks like. Oh, my gosh. She's beautiful. I love her. She is I mean, beautiful. I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I'm getting to that age where, you know, who's that, you know? They, everybody starts to blend together after a minute. Yeah, I mean, you know, I used to there be real she is. up on Those everything. Those are some, there's a picture. Oh, yeah. Her. Oh, her. I thought that oh. was Nicki Minaj. Oh, oh no. They're they, mortal enemies. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, good. I'm starting. And she I'm, tried to, okay. She tried to beat Nicki Minaj apparently talked about her baby. Were there three? Well, Nicki Minaj apparently talked about her baby, and then Cardi B wasn't having it, and they were at like some upper, like like mm-hmm. high end. Was it Vanity Fair or something? They're at this big event. They're in their gala clothes, mm-hmm. and Cardi B went to beat down Nicki Minaj, oh, no. and she left with a big nugget. Cardi did, on, right? Yeah, Cardi uh, left with a big nugget. They weren't going street, were they? No. Well, yes. Definitely. Oh, Lord, go straight so to that She's bike from the Boogie is. Down Bronx. So the topic of conversation today is communication. <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah. Uh, and we we're cho- not communicating. We, well. too, we well, chose... Well, I com- think we're communicating. We're, 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 we're rapping, as they used to say back in my day. We're rapping. Is that is that a fluidity Yeah, yeah I mean, yes, before rapping was, you know, yo, 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 yo. Right. Is that your version of rap? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm but, quiet. Yeah. I can't rap. <laughs> you can. Everybody can rap. Everybody can rap. I tell people rap. the other day, it was funny. They always, in our rehearsals for our show that's coming up, uh, Tay and Fantasia always snicker when, when the, there's a dance. When me and Camille try to do our little thing. Oh, uh, with your booty bump. Yeah, because Camille love love her to death, but she has no rhythm. <laughs> and uh, sorry, love you, darling. But um, she knows. She knows. Oh, she knows she can't do it. So, and I look over and I look at Tay all the time. Like, Girl, don't judge me. I'm white. Stop it. I can't dance. It wasn't made for us. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'm sorry, that, that's racist. But Jeezy, no, Jeezy's great. I've been. To, who who Cart- is that? He and Cardi B did a song together. Is he the one that did a song with Britney Spears at the uh, uh, Billboard Music Awards? No, one time? he did it with. Um, what's her name? The really pretty girl who looks white, but she's black. Hallie Berry? No, no. <laughs> ha, ha, uh, Hallie looks black. Oh, no, she no. She's beautiful, though. The girl who sings. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. You know who I'm talking about? And then he cheated on Dana's her. Dana's with and us then today, by the, by the they way. They broke up. Hey, Dana. Dana okay. Cooper, our hey. lovely producer. Hey. Whom but we um, adore. it starts with a C or a K. Ka, ka, Khaleesi. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Keisha Cole? No, no. no look up G Easy. G Space so, oh, Easy. Khaleesi, isn't that on Game yeah, of Thrones? You know what I'm talking about. And the girl. G Easy is the one I think that he's performed with Britney Spears. Halsey, really good. Halsey, Halsey right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Halsey's black? <laughs> She's my Are you upset? <laughs> no, I'm so shocked. I thought she was Her white. Are you kidding me? Yeah. She has a black daddy. Uh, she biracial. <laughs> she biracial. She does. She biracial. She's got a black said, daddy. She white. Mm. <laughs> Well, I gotta tell no, you, she's totally black. I gotta tell you, she's, let me see her. Can you show me a picture of Halsey? I thought that that girl was white. All the, okay. So what's what's interesting is black people know all the people who everybody thinks is not black. Like mm. we know all of the actual black people. We're uh-huh. like, yeah, she black. Hey, uh, she qu- black. Question. She black. I have a question for you. Um, so. That's not just the Asians. You are somebody. Right, right. You are you are a, uh, extremely light skinned, in my opinion. Do you get do you get people who accuse you of not being black enough? Not anymore. I did in 
Did you really? Oh, um, I I used to like cry. Oh gosh. Yeah, I used to have really. They would be like white girl, and I'd be like, mm. you know, because I. And then I've been called the N word, so yeah. I literally am in this little yeah. pocket. You get where all the bad stuff. Everybody gives me a lot of whatever. And the thing is, I mean, what can you do? What yeah. can you do? Yeah, I mean, you gotta get, You're get so positive. It. You got to get over it. I mean, heck, we, no, I don't know. It's, you probably didn't. But. Okay, you guys know. We all know. Everybody wants to put you in a category. Yeah. Oh, mm, gosh. Yes, honey. Um, but I feel, I feel in my heart and soul, I feel African-American. I have Latina mm-hmm. in me, too. But um, my experience growing up, I was treated, cultural I was treated like a, a, a right. black person. Right. And when you, you know... It, it comes with racism. It comes with, um, you know, you just see kind of people being treated in different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even myself being treated in a certain way versus another person. So I, you know, and it makes me sad when I see, you know, just how different people are treated. Can I tell you all a story that I've never told anybody before? Oh, about my gosh. Everybody moment. hold up. Hold up. Listen. No, it's not super everybody. big, but there was a Halloween one time when I was like a preteen where my mom asked everybody what they wanted to be for Halloween. And I said I wanted to be a pumpkin. Like a, just a giant pumpkin. I just I don't know what <laughs> what the reason was, and she bought me this giant pumpkin co- uh, uh, costume. It was humongous. I don't know if she had a special order where where it came from, but it was humongous, and uh, I wore it to quite a few parties. And I just thought it was the most fun thing. I was it a is. ginormous pumpkin, and I remember being on the school bus a week or so after Halloween, and uh, this kid had seen me and told everybody that Micah was a pumpkin. Everybody was making because I was fat and a sissy and I was very oh demure God. on the bus usually. I'm so sad. And, no, don't be sad. But sad. he said, he said, uh, Micah, we heard your fat ass was a, a pumpkin for Halloween. And I, and I remember just turning around and I was never bold ever. And I remember turning around and said, at least I didn't get mine from Walgreens, cheap whore. And then yes. I turned around. That's what down. happens. Yeah, I did the same thing. So I wait, would retaliate like, oh, so well, look here. Did girl. the entire bus like bust out laughing? No, he told everybody he was going to whoop my ass afterwards and I ran to a teacher right after I got off the yeah. bus. No, but when, when that happened though, was oh, people was, people laughed really yeah, hard. Yeah, that's what yes. I'm saying. I'm saying so mm. you had that first moment where you were potentially empowered. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, you I think so. And you realized I'm not going to let this. And then you realized humor was also. Well, like I, a- I think what ran through my head, if I remember correctly, I was sitting there thinking like, well, you did dress as a pumpkin, Micah. What? <laughs> what can you say now? You kind of asked for it, girl. <laughs> you kind of asked for it, huh? I mean, what were you thinking? What was going to happen? But uh, I, I think that it was a part, one of those situations where I was like, well, they are telling the truth. You did dress as a pumpkin. <laughs> what no, are you, what, I, mean, I mean, what can you say now? It's the same thing when I was in college. I remember when I was in college, I put a pride flag on the door of my dorm room door. And I lived on a floor with 80 men. At, and I was went to school at a very conservative university. And someone wrote faggot on my door. And wow. I remember opening it right after. They weren't out there. But I remember opening it right after. Because it was inside. The boldness. of The audacity of this. And I remember opening it and being written on the door. And I shouted out, by the way, that's what the flag means, you idiots. God that's damn right. you. And then like shutting the door. Like I mean, at a certain point, like, yeah, you got the point. Good. We're all on the same page. Here we are. I wore the pumpkin costume and I'm a faggot and this is where we are. So is the F word okay? Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like the N word. It, no, no okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, ask, no. You, I mean, I I wouldn't ask you to say never. it. Listen, so it's I do, equivalent. I have a thing 
that I say, and it's not, I don't say it very often, but when someone is really, really, you know, just, it, I, I, I call, I say faggoty ass faggot. Oh, oh she's okay. a faggoty ass faggot. Oh, you're just saying, like, she's feminine? Oh, no, but it's one of those, it's more or, uh, pretentious and not yeah. a nice oh, person, just like, oh, okay. Mm, oh, 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 I'm no good. I don't, like, especially, like, and they, and when they're, they're, I, ca- I usually use that when they're in terms of discrimination within their own community. Like, a person would say, oh, I don't do all that. I don't that's go to gay. those. That's so guy. Have you looked in the mirror, honey? Hello. So but do you think that's what I, we I, should that's an awful term. this from, like, it. communications to, like, taboos, confessions, well, I was and... Gonna, oh, at the end, I was going to say, you better <laughs> cut out that we were talking about communications. Cause this, <laughs> yeah, I think it's about the end of communications. <laughs> communication has changed so much, hasn't it? Has. Well, I mean, you're on the news now. Let me see. Why is there... I was going to ask this. I'm so glad Kanji's coming. I'm going to ask. Why are they so many newscasts today? They start at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, on the uh, because people are hungry, hungry, hungry for info. Is it? Uh, no, I mean no. They have a new, you have a new program now, but but th- th- it's for. There is uh, okay. early news. So right? Bluff City Life comes on yes. at three. That's more of a magazine. To three thirty. That's more of a news. Yes, magazine. a news magazine lifestyle show. Yeah, I love it. Then at three thirty, the news comes on. Yeah. And what happened to Oprah? Oh, she well, gone. See, she, yeah. she, she, so let me tell you, she left like a big hole. I know. And so all the NBC stations, that, or, or all the stations that carried her, had to find programming. So, you know, they were like, how are we going to fill this? And it's kind of like this thing where you're trying to figure out what works for the community that you're in. And so we have new leadership, and they were like, we need to have... Uh-oh, the tap dancers. They've gone into... <laughs> what is this, wait, wait, Maroon 5? Wait. What's going on there? Wait. wait. What's the, sing, what sing. What is it? I don't know. I love it. It's uh, Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Um, I just... The, I love the tap dancers oh, as part of this whole thing. I think we're going to have to see their um, a, performance. I mean, so everyone knows who's listening. We are in a, a community theater. Yes. We're uh, in the Evergreen Theater. We are in <laughs> shared <laughs> space. And um, our... Um, uh, dance studio, which is behind the stage, which we are on. Uh, there is a tap uh, dance <laughs> troupe. Squad. Uh, squad. It's a squad. It's a squad. And huge. usually they're not uh, tapping, but apparently they've got a big show coming up. So they're they're they're, they're, they're killing it. They're little. I mean, uh, these are. Uh, oh, I was going to say the tappingest really tap dancers I've ever heard. I used to want to love yes. to tap. Now I don't think I do. <laughs> It's well, I didn't know you could tap dance to Imagine Dragons. I, I learned you something tap new dance every to day. Anything. Oh, the, uh, that's gonna is that a bumper sticker? Uh, yeah, let's, uh, just tap your feet. Have you ever done tap dancing or anything? I did ballet, oh. gymnastics, violin, oh. tennis, you, swimming. Busy. When did you start this talking career thing? All these other talents that you so, exuded. I was a senior in high school, and I was just like, because uh, I wanted to be an architect, and then I wanted to be a computer programmer, and instead of programming, I just started playing video games. Anyway, you know how you try everything out, mm. and then um, I'm in high school. They were like, you need one more like communications course, whatever. So I did the TV station. It was mm. called Views from the Bridge. We had a TV station at my high school. Uh, we had one of mine, too. Yeah, so... I was like, I'm going to be a host. And I was like holding the paper. And I was like stiff. I was like, okay. So my friend Valerie was on MTV. And she danced on, like, she was like in high school. And so she was my first interview. She was my best friend. Her mom was from Paris. 
So anyway, she, I was like, will you be my first interview? So I interviewed her and I was just like really stiff and bad. So tell me, Valerie, um, your <laughs> favorite sh- TV show is MTV? Question mark. No, she was on, she was on the Dan show. Um, and like they apparently got $25 a day to dance in like five shows. Like Sounds it was like a modern day drag yeah, queen. Total. <laughs> <laughs> if you get $25, you're lucky. <laughs> Oh my god, I love you guys. Oh. Wait, so, uh, so so then unless you work so with Goldie, then I said I'm going to study yeah. communications. And at Howard, back. they had like a TV station, a radio station, all that stuff. And so I was doing that. I thought I was going to. At the end, I wanted to be a sitcom writer because I'm oh very god. silly. Like I just feel like very silly. So it's so random and weird that I became like instead of telling it's the like, story or coming like, up with the story you're telling the story where I'm telling real stories instead of creating them right yeah so so it just ended up being something else so you so I imagine you will not always do this I mean uh, you could potentially you could do this for the rest of your life I guess but if you were going she's dancing to the Imagine Dragons now <laughs> if you were going to change careers or if at some point you may change careers where do you think it'll take you um okay what is his name? Oh my gosh, it's like the best show. Flipping out. Oh Flip, yeah, yeah. Flipping out. I want to be Jeff Lewis. Jeff Lewis. Oh my gosh. What is that? But I, I just don't. Okay, cool. What is a Jeff Lewis? Yeah, it's, it's on the Bravo. I am. You're killing me right now. I, no, what is, what is I don't watch it anymore since I cut the cable alive. cord. But uh, he is a, a, a guy uh, that like flips. Kanji's uh, upset. Big houses in like California. So oh. here's the here's the bottom. But okay, but here's the a, premise. He's OCD and he's very. He used to sell homes. Mm-hmm. He, he used to like do like what big real estate things. Yes. And then what happened was there was a real estate bo- um, yeah, uh, but, drop. Yeah. And he realized nobody is selling homes. He was like, and everybody loves how my home looks. So he started going into homes and saying, "I will. You can charge me to." renovate your home instead of you selling it because mm-hmm. everyone was sc- scared to sell their homes because uh-huh. you know and nobody was buying them for what they were worth mm-hmm. so instead they would say we need a renovation so he went where the money was and um so you go into his manic world and i would yeah, lo- like what happens is yeah he's he's ocd he's mean he's nice he What's loves his animals name? rosie is it wait rosita no, isn't it Ro- Oh no! No, but she's—he was—he used to be mean. He—he loves her, but he's mean to her sometimes. Yeah, like he bought her a car. He's mean to everybody. He's equal opportunity mean. His assistant's not Jenny anymore, is it? No, Jenny got cut. Cut him off. Yeah, it's so. Jenny cut him off. Yeah, Jenny's done with him. But you thought Jenny was going to be with him, like ride or die till the end. Yeah, she's like, I'm done with you because he—he pretty much. Burns all bridges. the bridges uh-huh. that he, he because he talks to people so terribly. So apparently, he, I know now he's had a big. I just read something about him. His boyfriend cheated on him. His husband, husband, Gage. Oh, he married him. He, oh, oh, did he Wait, who did he? Did he marry the blonde guy? Gage, whoever Gage was, is that? The oh, blonde okay. Guy? And they had a kid or something. They were raising Stop. a kid or something. And now that it's a big old, oh, it's been on the. Oh God. On the, I, I'm a I'm, my news junkie. Speaking of communications, I love the Daily Mail. I think it's like the Enquirer sometimes, but I still watch love That's it. My, that's my guilty pleasure. Is that Daily Mail? I used to like TMZ, but forget that now. Oh, Daily T- Mail's the best. Forget the TMZ. I thought Cardi B was always on TMZ. She, she might be. 
I, th- I think that the guy who owns TMZ is uh, biased on what he reports. I about. think so too. Well, you know, but oh. I love the Daily Mail. What else? What we, who do you have? I have apps on my. I didn't ever uh, who think I would do this, but I have apps on my tablets and my phone that I watch news things and. It's a new era. Well, who, who do you watch? I strictly get my news from NPR. NPR? Not strictly as if I don't. I, so, uh, so I have the apps for NBC, Fox News, NPR, and Huffington Post. Um, and the, uh, the, I probably open NPR and Fox News the most. But that's, um, that might surprise people, but I'm only opening one of those to see what other people are saying, but not necessarily to get news from. I love the, um, oh, the Daily Mail, the app you can go over. They have the U.S. News, U.S. Showbiz. Then they have photos only and female. It's F E uh, M A I L. I guess it's geared toward women. And then you have all these other. You go to UK and you can go down to Australia. It's fun. It's lovely. It's fabulous. And I don't know if it's factual. I hope it is. Are they factual? You think? Uh, they're factually biased. No, I always thought the Daily Mail was like a tabloid in London. When I, it was actually, it, it was like a newspaper, but it was like the one. Oh. You know, it wasn't it's like the TMZ. It wasn't like the Times or you know, no. whatever the big uh, – what's the big uh, paper in London? It's not the Times. Uh, BBC. Right. There's a paper that – anyway, you had the, the weekend the tabloids, sun, they call it. There was the Sun. Sun, the yeah. Sun. So wait, so what were you about I'm to say sorry, what your apps are? No, I was going to say that I get all my news from NBC. NBC. <laughs> Did I, that laugh was like a cackle. Actually, I would like um, to record it. I kind of okay. like it. My cackle? Like, yeah. Do you think you want to save it and like repeat it and stuff? I like it as so, my fu- my ringtone. It was like a... a, 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 a and it, it went high. It went up, like yeah. really high. Really high up. What's your, what's your uh, best laugh? Can you give me your best laugh? Your fake laugh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just called my laugh fake. But that was oh, good. No, 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 like, no, that no, was, no, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Laugh. Give me your best fake laugh. <laughs> Oh, that's, you. that's not real. You don't do that. That's good. That's good. Do you think you ever, uh, in social situations, fake laugh to people? Every day, all day, sun up to sundown. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, really. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I have, I have a very, like, remember I told you I'm, like, super silly? Mm-hmm. I have a funny bone, and I find things to be so funny all the time. Yeah. And as you know, I, um, I have a problem when I'm live on the air um, laughing at everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a guy. This is when I, okay. I get this feeling in my st- my stomach starts hurting because I'm like, this is so funny. This is so funny. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. And then my stomach hurts. And then I get this Over- whole thing. Yeah. My whole body I starts get to get heightened because yeah. I know I'm live on TV. And I'm like, if I laugh, I'm going to get fired. So, <laughs> Do but, people get fired for laughing? I don't know. But I'm telling you, sometimes I there are things like that you, you shouldn't laugh about. I mean, there's this stuff on YouTube of anchors laughing all the time. Yeah, there's like <laughs> bloopers and things that are... are it's, it happens. Bloopers, Does it not happen? It happen live on TV and it's real. And I don't know if this is going to sound as funny as it was, but I, I had a complete laugh attack. There was this guy, he um, went decided he was going to rob Shelby Farms, the park office. <laughs> Who does the, that? He went to the park so office. He went to, to the Shelby Farms. First you know, of all, how how do if you, how you find have it? trouble like making ends meet? How the hell did you? Oh, oh. how did it, how did you get to Shelby? Farms? How did you get to Shelby Farms we Park? Are, <laughs> you are, uh, uh, PG thirteen. You can say those words. Okay, good. Okay, yes. so we had a good rating. How did you get 
to Shelby Farms. So that was innately funny to me. So I, I've been laughing about How that. How did you all have day. the gas money to go right. rob Shelby Farms Park? Why do you, so then, why'd you think they would have money at Shelby right. Farms Park? So then, do they even conservancy? Right. Do they take? Do they take in money? Well, the gift shop. You know, they sell the little T-shirts, the Buffalo T-shirts. No, he, but he didn't rob the gift shop. Broke into the office. Oh. Okay, homie. Oh. So <laughs> did he actually get uh, any money? He broke in, right? Uh huh. <laughs> this, it gets worse. Cash. It this gets worse. Gets, no, no, it just gets worse. So he breaks in. He's like going through everything. He takes one of their um, letter openers to cut open or to open up the drawer where the secretary sits. Um, and when he opens it, for whatever reason, he slices off his thumb. Oh, God. Are right? you Wait, I'm not kidding. kidding me? So his thumb <laughs> fell into the drawer. <laughs> And he, all he got was like honey ham cards, uh, like gift cards. So he made off with the honey ham gift cards. He left he his thumb, thumb behind. Wait, not just that, but he also left behind his thumbprint. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. So let me tell you something. I had to tell this story, right? The entire day, I don't know why. I thought it was so funny. I was like, it was like you like, can't tell <laughs> me. You cannot tell me that they supply you with that news story and expect you to tell it with a straight face. Right? Thank you. Thank you. Do it, Tim. Boom, boom. <laughs> See, so I'm sitting there. I'm literally all day long. I, I'm crying all day, and I was like, I know what I'm gonna do. I was like, I don't know if I can make it through this. And my photographer was just like. Don't worry, you know, you'll be fine, you'll be fine, you can do it. He was like, just get the laugh out. And so finally, I'm in my little last moment, and I'm like trying to tell, I'm like, all he made off with was some honey ham gift cards. And he left his thumb, you know, in exchange, he left his thumb. And I literally started like crying laughing. On air? On air, live. And then the worst part was that Joe Birch had also a dumb criminal story, too, right after that. Joe started a, laughing. It was a rough day <laughs> in Memphis history. That so let me tell you what happened. This guy broke into somebody's house. And when he was coming out of the house, he injured himself. But he had injured the person in the house. So mm. the guy in the house arrives at the med. And then he looks over and he says, that's the guy who broke into my house that I and he's they're both injured they're sitting there in the emergency room together and he said I recognize him by his crooked teeth oh and Joe could not he was laughing so hard <laughs> I have a video I have a video wait, so, so, so wait, he recognized the intruder that was laying next to him in the med because of his cro- crooked teeth did he, <laughs> he not said, did he not like throw anything at this guy or anything <laughs> like I would be like very hostile towards this man b- both injured. What just happened? I, just, I had um, something in my nose. Is it, is it better now? <laughs> yes. Um, Makeup buildup? Yeah. It's been on it you was. for how many hours just, now? 24? No, it was. No, I, was like, I just saw movement. I just no, saw I had movement. to get there's something that was like a... Like, it's, <laughs> Wow, I hope this stays in. And it's not the fun powder. It's just Cody powder, everybody. No, it's like, oh, God, I've been... been I've never tried that. Cody powder? Any powder. Like, I've never tried What do you use to set your makeup? No, I meant drugs. I haven't. Oh, drugs. I don't do them either. I'm crazy. No, I'm... Yeah, it's... My dad, this... I was, like, young. And on PBS, there was this thing about heroin. And he was like, so... 
I want you to watch. I was the only kid home. There were like four girls. I'm the only one home. My dad's like, I want you to watch this. I'm like, okay, daddy. Is that a heroine? Yeah, it was like like PBS saying like drugs are bad, right? And I'm like watching and I'm like, oh my God. And it was so gross. Like it was just so gross. They were showing like really bloody arms and then – he was like, you know, marijuana is a gateway drug. I was like, oh. And so I'm sitting there horrified. I was like. It's true. I'm just joking. It was on PBS. You know what the gateway drug really is? Tell it's, me. It's alcohol. I, everybody, alcohol. Everybody, your parents, our parents have been telling people for generations now that pe- things like marijuana and stuff are the gateway drug. The gateway drug is alcohol. Nobody has ever. Uh, taking up cocaine, heroin, or marijuana even, uh, just off the bat without trying uh, alcohol first or being under the influence of alcohol <laughs> while they're doing it. That's probably true. I mean, yeah. If you want your kids to stay away from drugs, you got to keep away from alcohol first. Yes. Parents aren't very inclined to do that. Alcohol. Mm. <laughs> mm, here. I'm just going to start out with a big old line of Coke. Mm. First That's what I'm saying. Nobody, nobody on their 18th birthday was like, you know what I'm going to have today? I'm going to have Coke tonight. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Don't you plan things out, though, or does it just happen? I don't think that. I think In that, general. I think that often people don't uh, plan. Don't plan on getting drunk most times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think that anybody, nobody like, there's not a birthday party for drugs. If there was, it'd probably be like your 25th or something. But you'd be like, on my 25th birthday, me and my friends are going to buy an eight ball and we're going to uh, yeah, go it is, sort of, it is a rite of passage on your 21st birthday. For 21st birthday to get shmammered. To go out and get this, <laughs> just hammered. And then you know, I'm going to buy my first drink legally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I guess cocaine was legal. We'd have a birthday for it. Oh, wait, everybody, I have an announcement to make. Breaking news. Oh, wait, wait, do that again. Do that again. I love that. Breaking news. The tap dancers have left the building. (laughs) It's super quiet. Like, all of a sudden, I don't hear anything. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. What was your favorite song that the tap dancers included in their act? Actually, I loved all of them. I think they're super modern. And I didn't know, like, usually you think top, you think, like, old black men, you know. <laughs> and I came in here, and there were there were no old black men. And I, that's why I was like, do I hear tap dancing? And, okay, so I walk in the building, and I'm like, is that tap? I think I hear tap. And then I walk around the corner, and there was a full class, and the entire class turned around and looked at me. It was super embarrassing. Well, also because uh – they did not acknowledge us. They just stared at us. But, yeah, but well, of funny. course. They were in the middle of a, like a lesson, and they were all looking at one girl, and they all they heard was this rude person yelling down the hallway. Me. There is there is a group that uh, I don't know if they meet here. The they're, uh, they're called the Hot Foot Honeys. They're an older uh, group of Hot Foot Honeys. Hot Foot Honeys. Oh, you better yeah. stop. Yeah. I need to see them. Yeah, I, they're, they're, they're probably the best group that you've ever seen. Of course, I would like imagine. like the Grizz Grannies. Mm-hmm. On the topic of communication, which is probably going to be the topic that we go over, oh, go over with this, like, for this podcast, right, but it's talking about what we talked about fake communication. On the topic of com- communication, you're, you're in the business I just of communicating. I hate when people say fake news. Right. Fake news. It just literally it makes it makes my uh, skin well, yeah, crawl. Well, yeah, I sure. Because can. I'm just like, do you understand how those I are get? Not, those words I get can't so passionate. Together. Like, no, for me, I. I mean, when I, the day that I have, when I'm trying to put out information, it means so much to me to be right and clear and concise and honest and true. And when I hear somebody say that, it it literally feels like somebody's like ripping the skin off of my body because you don't know how hard 
I work to just be true I, to people. I feel like that you can't even put the the words fake and news together. Yeah, because, because they're, they're it's not an oxymoron. They don't go it's together. An we get the, or, or what, I don't know what it's not an oxymoron. What is it when things just aren't compatible? With it? It, they just they cancel each other out. You well, can't have news that is. Is it oxymoron? It is an oxymoron. Yes. Yeah, yeah, They cancel each other out. They do. Uh, you can't yeah. have news that is unfactual. I mean, no, but you, you can have. Here's but you the can have a person that problem. is professing to be news being unfactual, but I don't think you can be news. But we learned that information can come out and people can perceive it as news, and it can be fake, and it can be fake, and perception is reality. Amen. And so, you know, um, even though I often find that perception is just not reality, <laughs> quite often, you know, a lot of people. You know, when they meet me, they're just like, you're a lot more down to earth than I thought. And I'm like, what do you mean down to earth? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm I'm just like, no, I'm just myself. But I guess when I'm when I'm um, executing Mm -hmm. the news and I'm using my voice and I'm projecting and I'm kind of like being authoritative, people see me as something else. But inside, as I'm doing the news, I feel like a, you know, like a human who's trying to share information with other when, humans it, it, in your head when you read the news inevitably i would imagine you form some kind of opinion that you don't give out heck yeah and and i think that that's what people people think you're a robot oh they think I'm, oh like a bot right. yeah. not a bot right. but a robot maybe maybe in the future that's the, because i was going to ask you uh, that was where I was leading to a minute ago. In the age of communication, you're in the business of communication. In the age of, of, I just heard the tap dancers cackling. They're laughing. Yeah. They're planning. Do we something. need to keep the tap dancers? Do you hear them high pitched? No, I laughing? do. Yeah. Do should we include them in the podcast? They're, you go invite totally, them to come they in. They are part of the podcast. Have a drink. We buy a whole bottle. Right. Do we want to get? No, the we don't want to get any. Drunk? We, no, <laughs> don't, we okay. don't. What if they're underage? I don't know how old these tab dancers are. Oh, no. Are. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that right? Ain't none of them underage. They look like underage. You saw them. Ain't none of them underage, girl. To me, as a um, person who isn't a journalist, I have this secret thing where I kind of want you to react or something. You know, uh, I like want, when I laugh. I want you when to, I have problems laughing. Yes, people will secretly yes, like I, that. I yes, people probably love to see you be secretly. human, but but also I as someone who wants uh, who loves you and it thinks that you're fantastic. I I would root for you to be more controversial. But do you understand that there are some of us who think that? It is a worthy cause to be more combative. But I'm not. I am a journalist. I'm not a pundit. So I decided I'm going to share information and let people decide. I'm not going to be the one who's going to put an idea. I am not a propagandist. And do you feel like in the future we need more of that or do we need less of that? I think we need more of that because... Um, I think there are just a lot of opinions out there and, and I think that just information is power. And I will tell you this, when I finally retire, I think I'm going to be that I'm get people are going to be like, stop talking because I'm probably going to say everything I couldn't say You're gonna explode. <laughs> 25 years of me not saying anything that I think at all. Book. Do you think that? Because your experiences are the way that they have been in this life, 
that your story is more interesting than others because I I would say no, so. I don't. I know. And that's the whole thing mm-hmm. is I that is why I am absolutely infinitely fascinated by the tap dancers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I I want to go in that room right now and, and I want to kick my little toes second. up. I you when you You're walked in Allison. Yes. I was just like I. Do you remember I I did twenty questions and yes. Bay was like, "Sorry for the interrogation." No, I mean, no but I was like, it. "Who are you? How are you? What your eyes?" You know, I wanted to know everything about Allison, and I think after this, you know, so I I feel like as a journalist, I'm a person who wants to tell everybody else's stories, and it my story is almost less because I'm just a conduit to people learning information. But the as a conduit, say that word. Conduit. Conduit. Like not a kanji. Yes, a conduit. <laughs> uh, Conjugation. As as a conduit, you you have logged all these experiences in your memory, obviously, and you have several stories, such as one of that funeral that you could give to us. I think that I think you're a wealth of experience. Okay. And that your stories would be fun to to read about. Well, that's why I'm here. I mean, this is why this is I'm with sh- Allison sh- and Goldie. She's not, okay? she's not writing a memoir. She's just coming on podcast. That's what you do. I absolutely love your name. Did you, were you ever told to change your name for journalism? No. That's okay, wonderful. So being a black woman that? has actually been the best thing for my job. Like, being a black woman is why... You think you got to Memphis? It is. Because yeah. what happens is when you're in journalism... Um, um, news agencies want the people who are telling the stories to reflect the community because they feel like if you go into the community, you will actually understand what's happening because, yeah. you know, There's you can walk in. Right. You can walk in and one person might walk in and they get there and then nobody. Goldie just looked at the bottom of her drink and realized it was empty. And I. <laughs> I was very disappointed. It's really empty. That's <laughs> the shocking I'm thing. Very I knew. <laughs> I just literally stared at it. and was like, face. "Damn!" You were. <laughs> I saw D A M N all over your face. I had. Uh, I have a, a great deal of uh, grief that I'm going through. A lot of emotion over here. Please continue your story. They want to know. They want to know that you can understand you the can understand material that you're processing. Because, so for example, I think I, I have a very large like a wide range of understanding because I grew up in a white community and because, um, I also, I just have lots of different experiences. So for me, when I walk into, um, you know, a black, um, neighborhood, um, there are situations that I, you know, I understand that are happening that might be hard to interpret unless you've seen it before. So what has happened is, you know, I might walk in, I might see something and then, there's uh, a depth um, to what I can write that can be conveyed, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. I'll say this. Um, being at the salon that you come to quite often, <laughs> you, you, come to, you come to the salon I work at two times a week, right? Mostly. Yeah. Usually. Y'all. Um, the per- extra, honey, extra. The person. Well, the per- I have curly hair. and. Do you? Do you, you're looking at me. This is I mean, my hair. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Curly. I didn't know, it's a no, she does, but she never wears it like that. She wears no, it straight. No, I wear it straight because I mean that's kind of my industry. Is, is, yeah. I mean it's so. Um, it's if I could cutter. wear my hair straight, I mean curly, 
People would complain or something. They do. They do. Yeah, I get. But my point being, that's that's a whole different. It's a very sad new podcast that we can like talk about. But 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 it's starting to change. That's starting to change. Ask a question. No, there was a. You remember there was a. I don't know if you remember there was a newscaster, a local newcaster, a female who had cornrows. No, well, she was on. She gained weight, and people were. Um, sending her letters and 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 telling her, and she had to address it. She's like, "Look, people, I'm, I'm pregnant, happy. or I'm pregnant, or I'm happy with the way I, I am. am. I'm like, I'm, I'm having, a baby. I have a husband. I'm having a baby. I have a husband who is happy with the way I am. Oh, you know, that's what mostly alone, counts. I guess you know? yeah. I get every. I get everybody has that. an audience, and everybody has an audience. Every. Body. Mm. So yeah, I've had somebody but say feel that they can tell you things. Bay knows. They Bay just knows. like I'm not going to say what they did. <laughs> Listen, but to to con- but yeah. to stay on the same vein, um, the when you come to the salon, there is a specific person that you see normally named Taylor, who I absolutely love. Who just had a baby, and we're very proud Yay. of her. She did a great job, Yay. and Everest is beautiful. Uh, Taylor and you come from so different backgrounds, completely different. She is from, I believe she is from Bartlett or Cordova. Do you even know where one of the, she's one of, one of the outlying suburbs. The birds. Um, she went to school out there. She was a Grizz girl. Uh, she is a well-traveled person, but she is a Southern, uh, girl, a Southern white girl. Um, and, uh, her interests are, uh, deep rooted in her, uh, her cultural background. Mm-hmm. And, you two get along so well. Y'all, y'all are constantly talking and laughing together and experiencing one another so positively. And that is one thing that I will say for you and for Taylor both is that y'all's able to y'all, your ability for both of you to meet on some kind of common ground and to enjoy per, each other on a on that level seems to me like. An example of what all people should do. Yes, but also an example of the both of yours uh, e- emotional intelligence. And what I think about you, not just, and I'm going to let Taylor go for a second because she's not in front of me to interview and ask her these questions, but your emotional intelligence, being a person of color, being a person of color who went to a white high school, being a person of color who went to a black college, and being a person of color who is in front of people on a daily basis giving them critiques, your emotional intelligence to say that you're not bitter and that you're not um, angry is so impressive to me, incredibly impressive to me. But I will say this, is that I, what I would ask is if it's – I think the reason why I'm, I'm not angry is because I had a mother who was very lighthearted and I, my dad – protected and took care of her um and they were married for 55 years Mm. and the thing is i had a foundation that not everybody has and i would like for people to if they see somebody who's not smiling instead of wondering saying what an angry evil person Mm. just just think you know what do you think happened to that person's day like how did that person start their day I remember I was covering a shooting one day and um, I, for whatever reason, like you get people who message you and I found out that this person's relative worked at McDonald's and I went to the McDonald's and I said, hey, can I interview? And she was like, 
well, listen, she's like, you can. She's like, but it takes me two hours on the bus to get to work. And she goes, and I said, okay, well, um, can I interview in between the time you arrive from the bus and get there? She's like, no, I literally cannot get from the bus to work without being late. So I can't. And I said, well, what about after work? She goes, oh, well, I work two jobs. She, she was like, and it takes another two hours to get to my second job on the bus. And I'm like, wow. And then she told me she has to have somebody else to take care of her kids while she's at work. And, you know, sometimes you think, oh, this like deadbeat mom who's not like, or deadbeat parents that aren't taking care of their kids. No, what it is, is they're working two, three jobs. There, the infrastructure of our transportation system is crap. Okay. And I put that on there. Don't even cut that out. Mm-hmm. I'm done with people not being able to just get to their jobs. Okay. It is From sad. Point a to point B. It's sad. And so everybody judges people and you know, you just can't do that. You can't. Well, do, you, do you think that it, it, I know you mentioned your parents. Do you think that your ability to be more understanding is just because you've talked to more people and you've been around more people and you've no, encountered more people? No, because we all know people who've done a lot of interviews and they're not... Solid. No, they, they can be solid, but they're solid in their own way. Yeah. I have my own way of seeing people. Perceiving. And that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Allison, where can we see you next live? Well, here, uh, next uh, is going to be here uh, this weekend at the Evergreen Theater. Dragnificent. Dragnificent in the 70s, yes. Uh, all right, We're going to drag you to the 70s, Opening baby. Opening weekend, yeah. Uh, Dragnificent 70s is, is, what are the dates? The 5th and 6th of April and the 12th and 13th. Uh, you can buy tickets at friendsofgeorgia.org. Yeah. Um, uh, I believe, I don't think this gives anything away, but Allison Wonderland is impersonating Tammy Faye Baker at one point. Well, what? Uh, whoa, Faye, well, whoa, uh, it's wow, a loose impersonation. Wow. It's actually Tammy Faye Faker. I'm making her my own. <laughs> yes. It's pretty damn good. Tammy Faye Is Faker it going to be during the weekday? Did we talk about this? It, there is a Saturday it's performance. A Saturday performance? There's a Saturday Two performance. Two Saturday performances. There's, we have four performances. Wait, Kanji, Kanji. give me the Saturdays. Wait, it's, the dates. It's the 6th and the 13th. And the 13th. Of April. Of April. Now, Kanji, when can we see you next? You better watch. You better. You better. You better watch. B-E-T-T-A. Tomorrow evening, right? Every Monday through Friday, 5, 6, 10 p.m. on Channel 5. Yeah, you, have, you have a lot of live events you do, too. You have any one plan that you remember spot. right now? I've seen her schedule Girls and Boys. It is packed, it's usually. Horrifying. You were doing a women's conference. that already horrifying. over? I did three. Oh, what are you talking about? It was like, oh it was goodness. insane. What? I just did That's three wonderful. this last week. It was empowering for women. the Women's Council, which is like the Greater Memphis Women's Council. Mm-hmm. That was Sunday. And then Wednesday was for um, the... Um, Memphis Business Journal, they did a teen thing. So I went there. You said in the future. In the anyway, future. sorry. And then I did Junior League. I don't know why I'm whispering. I did Junior League. I saw a commercial for oh you. Oh my for God, the Junior so League Junior League. League. Yeah. Instagram yeah. somewhere or something. <laughs> was that say, fabulous? We used to say that so about fabulous. someone back when we were, we were always, oh my gosh, she's so Junior League. Uh, okay, so my next thing. Um, so I took in my mom. My mom, my dad died. This yeah. is so much information. My dad, no, no, no. you know, and my mom lives with me. So I started to dial back my appearances. Mm-hmm. So, um, and how is your mother doing? I see pictures of her on Instagram all the time. I do a thing at Christian Brothers University, April 5th at one thirty PM. So usually I do them almost every day mm-hmm. on, um, weekdays. 
but um well i'm glad you're taking a break you deserve a break well it's really no it's it's this is i'm now a caregiver yeah so yes. my mom's 80 so right. i'm like this is like all that's another podcast yes. did we say there we are two more podcasts that we need two more conjugating podcasts available i care for both of my i parents, literally I it's, oh, a, it's, a, it's oh. an honor to care for a parent i think it i know is, is. i know um Kanji Anthony, you've been a joy. You can catch uh, Goldie D at the Friends of George's uh, Dragnificent 70s, the 5th, the 6th, the 12th, 13th. Oh. But also, you can catch me at my baby shower. I'm having that's a baby. Right. Who knows? Wait, who what? I, you I, didn't I, tell me you were that's, pregnant. That's what the that's what the world is thinking. You don't look pregnant. Thank you. Oh, that's can a, I look pregnant like you? Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, there is a benefit. This is a benefit for Hope House, and so is Dragnificent. Hope House is a great charity. You should look them up. Yes. Um, oh. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful charity. Love them. Uh, you can find my registry on Amazon.com under the uh, moniker of Goldie D. And I, ha- and I will be at Zebra Lounge for my baby shower the evening of the 20th in April. Um, I'm Goldie D. I'm Alice in Wonderland. And I'm Coco. <laughs> oh no, that's my secret. Okay. I'm Kanji Anthony. Kanji Anthony will do just fine. And this has been Refocus. Thanks for listening. Refocus is brought to you by Focus Mid South Magazine. Episodes are hosted by Goldie D and Alice in Wonderland. Music for this episode is Everybody Dance All Night Garage Mix by Pierlo, featuring Alexia D. Subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. 